What's up, guys, and welcome back to another edition of the Detroit Sports Betters Podcast. I am Matt Kowalis from Detroit Sports Betters, and as you know, every single week we've been covering a little NFL, little NBA, and I did say we'd get to some UFC. And this week in particular, we are going to be covering UFC 272, Covington versus Masvidal. A lot of bad blood going on there. And then I also said we would get some guests. And I got my good friend, Art, from The Art of Combat, who is now on Fansided with an awesome podcast that you guys definitely need to check out. So with that being said, Art, how's it going today, man? Good, brother. Thank you for having me on part of the show. It's been a while. Dude, it has been a while. And I know there's a lot of people out there. I've had some people, you know, old friends, people from Detroit sports betters who would reach out telling me how much they loved when me and you would do UFC together. So I'm really excited to break down this card. And uh, I know you're into it a little more than myself right now. So I'm excited to hear what you got to say. For sure, man. Let's break it down. Let's make it happen. Hey, but real quick, before we do, I want I want to give you a second to talk about your new podcast with Fanside and Art of Combat. So what's going on there? Tell the people where to find you, everything like that. Yeah, so I've been covering the MMA cards back again at it, uh, specifically UFC. I mean, it's the king of the castle, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Had some great guests. I had some incredible storytellers on and uh, some great sponsors as well. So I got to thank Serenity Medical CBD, of course. Got to thank uh, Detroit Boxing Company, Q Athletics, and of course the uh, you know the network who gave me a second chance, which is a fan side and fan side at MMA. So yeah, it's uh, to me there's nothing more exciting than two men or two women getting in a cage and beating <laughs> the ever living shit out of each other. It's just it's the best. So uh, you know it's the greatest sport on planet Earth in my opinion, and I'm blessed to be able to cover it. Hey, 100% man, and I'm glad to hear you back uh, doing your podcast. You know I love tuning in, and I'm happy you're back on with me. And, of course, you know, you shout out your sponsors, us with Detroit Sports Betters. We got prize picks. So, you know, real quick, I got to shout out our proud partner in DraftKings Sportsbook, where right now, turn your love of blackjack slots and roulette into something even more special with DraftKings Casino. This week, new customers can get up to $50 in free credits for just signing up, plus a deposit bonus of up to $2,000. The best part, it's all right on your phone or desktop, so you can play from anywhere. DraftKings Casino has all the big name casino games, plus exclusive offerings you can't find anywhere else. This includes an array of popular slot games, including Diamond Hearts, 88 Fortune, and Fire Buffalo. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you are ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code DSB to get up to $50 in free credits, plus a deposit bonus of up to $2,000. That's promo code DSB only at DraftKings Casino. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Help Hotline at 800-270-7117. 21 plus Michigan only. Restrictions apply. Deposit and bonus amounts require 15 times playthrough at various contribution rates. See DraftKings.com slash casino for details. Ooh, all right. Got to catch my breath for a second and we are back to it, Art. Yeah, man, this card. I mean, when you think about cards and you think about, you know, everyone wants to compare the WWE to UFC. If there was ever a main event that there was so many similarities between the two, this is it. I mean, we're going to cover, obviously, Covington and Masvidal. Mm -hmm. The storyline couldn't be much any more juicier, more drama filled. 
I'm excited, man. This could potentially be one of the big cards of the year, but, uh, you know, all doesn't go to decision, which, you know, has happened yeah. before. So no, a hundred percent. It has happened before, but this card really does have like looking over the fight card. It's got some explosive fights. And what's funny is even when me and you were doing shows together, we were talking about this fight. And I think you already know where I'm going because I think you already know how I feel towards Jorge Masvidal, but I think it's a very exciting card for just the fans in general. Yeah, I think it's one of those cards to where it's going to bring in the hardcore fans because, I mean, you've got you've got Spivak and Greg Hardy kicking off the card, heavyweights, mm-hmm. you know, and if you follow the heavyweight division, Spivak's on, you know, he's he, he's on a run. Tom Aspinall stopped that, you know, and then everyone yep. loves to hate Greg Hardy. That's a great kickoff to the card. You've also got Trailblazer, you know, Kevin Holland uh, making his return to the octagon after a so-so year. Um you know, and the card just goes on. You got Bryce Mitchell against the legend Edson Barboza. You yep. know, it's just the card is stacked, and and I'm excited. I think it's a card that when you look at the top and you look at the main, as far as trash talking and drama, you can't get much of a better main event. But then you have those fights for those diehard hardcore fans as well. It's got a little bit of everything. No, nope, 100%, man. And uh, I'm glad you even pointed that out because with Spivak and Hardy, that's even an explosive fight to start off, you know, uh, the top five and, and whatnot. So let's go with that to start um, with our fights and everything like that. And let's make some picks as we do this, because, you know, as we are Detroit sports betters and got to give the DraftKings Sportsbook odds, because right now Spivak is minus 200 and Hardy is plus 170. How are you feeling about that one? Yeah, I mean, Hardy's got a seven and four record and he's coming off of a loss to a, you know, in my opinion, a future title contender with Ty to Avasa. In my opinion, he should be up next. He's also got that loss to Ty Burrow with the TKO loss. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had victories with Maurice Green, Jorgen DeCastro, but I mean, he loses to top competition. And when you look at Spivak, Spivak has an incredible record for a heavyweight. He's 13 yeah. and three. You know, he, he's coming off the loss to Tom Aspinall, who I also believe is a future title contender. I think Tom. Spivak, yeah, I love, I love Tom. I think, yep. uh, you know, he's a front runner to, uh, to fight for the title as well. But when you look at it, Spivak, I think, is not only going to get the win, but I don't know if you could pull the odds up by, by KO or by submission, but I like that move. I think Spivak with a record of 13 and three, Greg Hardy's cardio issues. I mean, the guy... He used an inhaler in one of his fights. He's seven and four. He's a trash can. Um, And, you know, I try not to get personal about it, but I, his personal life, I can't stand either. I don't respect women beaters at all. I think he's, he's not going to stay long in the UFC. The fact that he's even opening up the pay-per-view card is an insult to other heavyweights. I'll take Spivak by KO or submission. Yeah. And I completely got to agree with you there. I think, um, Hardy is someone just kind of holding the door, just let get knocked out, and the other guy walks through. So, and that's yeah. exactly where I'm at with Spivak. I, lo- looking over his fight career and his record with wins over, like you said, uh, Tai Tuivasa, he's definitely someone who can climb the ranks. And after three win- three wins in a row, getting knocked off by Aspinall, I think the UFC kind of wants to give him. You know, Hardy's not the easiest fight in the world, but they want to give him a little softball, a little bit to get back in that win column and keep climbing the ranks. So I'm hundred percent with you there. And I'm also going with the knockout. I'm going to go with a second round knockout though. Um, currently Ooh. they have the knockout at plus 275 for Spivak. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then they have submission at plus 300. So both of them are 
you know, pretty honestly, pretty low. So that I would say Spivak is a pretty good. You can do the double chance as well. I wonder what that plus one twenty. Yeah, wow. So that's okay. what I would go with. Either a plus mm-hmm. one twenty or you know, I, I would go. Does this fight go the distance? I don't think it does. I You've don't got think cardio so issues with Greg Hardy. You've got Spivak who has multiple finishes, both in submissions and KOs. The man's gonna, you know, Hardy's gonna blow himself out by the second round. Spivak isn't known for his cardio by any means, but this is a fight that, you know, Spivak wants to hurt this man. Anyone who's yeah. in the heavyweight division wants to fight Greg Hardy because he's a tin can. Just my yeah. opinion. No, I agree with you as well. And in Spivak's career, it looks like he has three decision victories. Um, I'm sorry, two decision victories and one loss out of the 16 fights that he's had. So far more likely that it's going to uh, end within those three rounds, whether it be a TKO or a submission, because it, you know, he does, he does have some submission victories on his record as well. So pretty diverse fighter. You know, this is going to be a, I'm excited for this one. Yeah. It's a great card opener. In my opinion, whenever you get the heavyweight swinging to kick off the card, I love it because it usually mm-hmm. results in somebody getting knocked out. So. Yep. hundred percent. So we're both, uh, we got the same one there. We both have spy back with a knockout. I like it in the second round. Was there a round that you liked in particular? I like second round and I would actually take the plus 120 on KO or submission. I think that's best as well. I think that you're getting pretty good plus money odds with that. Um, and again, out of 16 fights, 13 of those have been finished with KO, TKO, or submission. So pretty good odds there. So, but with that being said, let's move on to the second fight. And again, there's some very big names on this card. And this one is going to be Kevin Holland coming in as a minus 350 favorite going up against Alex Oliveira at plus 270. Art, who do you got in that one? You know, I'm going to go against the grain with this one. I think that, you know, Oliveira, the Brazilian cowboy, he's got a record of 22 and 11. He's got a very Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal record. It's not impressive. But when you look at it, the man also has 12 submissions, or I'm sorry, 12 finishes and five submission victories. So, you know, when you look at Kevin Holland and who he's lost to, it's been Marvin Vittori. It's been Derek Brunson. Mm-hmm. It's been top competition. You know, he has a victory over Jacare Souza. He has a victory over Darren Stewart. So he does have victories over notable opponents. But, I mean, when you look at this, Oliveira is pushed up against the fence right now. He's one in four, or one in three, I'm sorry, in his last four fights. He needs this victory. I think Kevin Holland has, has problems on the ground. And, you know, Oliveira's got five submission victories. I think knocking Kevin Holland out is difficult, and it's been proven to be difficult. I mean, he's only been knocked out, you know, he's been knocked out twice. He's got a 21-7 and record, which is impressive. But people put Kevin Holland on a pedestal because of the years past, because he had multiple wins, multiple wins, multiple wins, and he had a phenomenal year. But then he goes on a skid. It is against top competition. What I would do is this. If you want to go crazy with it, I would take a, uh, you know, I would take a, a small chance. Does this fight go to the distance? I don't think it goes the distance, but I would also take just as like, a, you know, I, I think the odds are a little messed up here. I would take Oliveira in this one. You know, it, it's funny you say that because I was thinking the same exact thing when I was looking over Oliveira and I was looking over Holland. I couldn't get myself all the way to Oliveira though. I will say that because one thing that I was thinking is, yes, again, I do think Holland has definitely has holes in his game. And when looking at Oliveira, he wasn't getting knocked out. It was either decision or submission for the most part. So for me, 
it kind of swayed the way I was thinking. Originally, I was like, okay, I would think Holland knockout. But then when you dove in a little more, and again, you, you've watched uh, some of these fighters like, you know, Alex Oliveira a little more than myself. But when I was kind of looking over everything, what I kind of came to was Kevin Holland decision. And the reason okay. for that, the reason for that being, and that's at plus 270 as well on DraftKings Sportsbook. And the reason for that being was, again, like you said, three losses in a row, your back is against the wall. You're going to come out guns blaze. And I would imagine that you're in really good shape and you're prepared for three rounds. And then going over his fight career, he, you know, Oliveira does not get knocked out very often. So, and again, like you said, I think Holland has holes on the ground. So Oliveira will be able to take him to the ground, take some time off that clock. So that's kind of how I came to that decision choice. So again, I think this is going to be a closer fight than a lot of people think. Like you said, when someone's got their back up against the wall, you know, I don't care what it is, you're getting a different animal. So again, yeah. that's kind of why I kind of figured this is going to go over the 1.5 rounds. That's what it's at currently as well. Um, shoot, this thing's messing up. Can you hear me still? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, um, yeah. I like that over 1.5. What, what are the odds for over 1.5 rounds? Minus 160. Okay. Yeah. So, so not the best odds in the world, but again, that decision by, by right. Holland at uh, plus 275, honestly, DraftKings must – must think something similar with that decision because um, the knockout is plus 120. So, you know, that's definitely the favorite. But from there, plus 275 yeah. decision, not bad. And then Alex Oliveira, by far his best, is plus 500 for the submission. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that plus submission, plus 500 for submission. I think, you know, looking at Kevin Holland and seeing how he was on the ground against Derek Brunson, now don't yep. get it twisted. Alex Oliveria is not Derek Brunson on the ground. You know, I mean, the man is a machine when it comes to that. But I also think that this fight is, it, it could go so many different ways. And that's what's so great about MMA. Um, I, I still, I think I'm going to go with the Brazilian cowboy. I think that at least the odds should be a little bit tighter. And I think once it gets to fight night, people are going to yeah. be putting a lot of money on Oliveria and those odds will get tighter. So if you're going to put money on Oliveria, the time to do it is now. Okay, yeah, because he's plus 270 on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. That's some that's some pretty good odds. So for this one, we're, de we're definitely split. I got Kevin Holland in the decision, and you have Alex Alex Oliveira in the... Uh, you know what? I'll say Alex Oliveira, and uh, I'll say him in the decision. Okay, okay, love it. I, I just kind of see the way the fight kind of playing out that way. I don't know why, but that's just how I feel. But with that being said, let's move on to the next fight where this is Edson Bar Barbosa going against Bryce Mitchell. All right. Barbosa is coming in as a plus 150 underdog on DraftKings Sportsbook and Bryce Mitchell, the one minus 170 favorite. How do you feel about this one? Listen, this one is a fight that if you choose not to bet it, I'm not upset with you at all. You've got a legend versus a guy who's 14 and 0. Now, yeah. Bryce Mitchell is, he's, you know, by no means a newcomer at all. He's been in the UFC for, you know, for quite some time now. He's got, uh, uh, you know, wins over Charles Rosa. He's got wins over, you know, uh, Andre Feely, you know. But after that, it's kind of like, okay, well, who else did he beat? You know, that's the issue that I have with picking uh, Bryce Mitchell. Now, here's the thing. Everyone says Bryce Mitchell gets it down to the ground. He's going to smother Edson Barboza. Barboza's only been submitted twice. 
He's got a 22 and 10 record. The man's a legend. And he's from Brazil. Like you're born yeah. in Brazil and you automatically know Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's how it goes. Like it's it's a different, it's a different culture down there. So, you know, my thing is is this. I think that this one is extremely tough to pick. It is. I want to go with Bryce Mitchell. I personally like the guy, but when you pick with your heart instead of your brain, you'll always fail. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say Edson Barboza gets it done i don't know how but i definitely if you want to flip a coin and just pick somebody i would be cool with that but i don't believe this fight will go the distance that's the pick that i'm gonna make um that's gonna that's gonna be like my i can't pick i love both of them the fight will not go the distance okay okay i love that and i'm in the same boat with you here uh i'm with edson barbosa just because i mean when you go over the people you know who Edson Barbosa has beat and who he's lost to. I mean, Justin Gaethje, Kevin Lee, Khabib, uh, Gigi Chikadze, you know, Dan Eyes, Paul Felder. These are good fighters. And a lot of these two, yeah. one thing that is surprising with Edson Barbosa is a lot of these go to the third round, whether it becomes decision or whether it's a knockout, you know, uh, within his last seven fights, it's gone to the third round in six. Okay. And two of those yeah. actually ended up in knockouts. So that was something that was pretty interesting as well, but I'm with you. I don't see this one going the distance and it's Edson Barbosa who I see getting the knockout. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's a very tough one. It's a tough, it's tough to kind of place it, but I'm just going to say third round. I'm just going to follow the trend here and say Edson Barbosa gets Bryce Mitchell in the third round. And I bet you there's some pretty crazy odds on that. I'm going to pull that up on DraftKings real quick, but you know, I do Edson Barbosa has always been a favorite of mine as well, just because every single fight, you know what you're going to get with him. He's going to come out. He's going to swing for the fences and he's trying to, he's trying to knock your head off every single fight. And I love watching guys like that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Edson's a legend. He's had a, he, he's had like a resurfacing and that's what I love about him. It's like, you see these fighters that, you know, Jose Aldo is a great example. You know, they get beaten up a right, lot, you know, right. uh, they lose, you know, he lost against Peter Jan and everybody's like, Oh, he's done forever. And then he has a resurgence. I think with Edson Barboza, the, the man's a legend and he's, has he fought similar caliber and lost? Yes. I mean, he lost to Habib mm -hmm. who's primarily a grappler, you know, uh, Bryce Mitchell's known for his grappling, but You've almost convinced me to take Edson Barboza. So you know what? <laughs> I will say I'm leaning towards Edson Barboza, but I'm definitely thinking the fight will not go the distance. Okay. I love that. Yeah. And Barboza KO TKO is plus 330 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Some pretty good Ooh. odds there. His decision is plus 400. And with Bryce Mitchell, uh, the definitely his most common will be the submission that's plus 200 and then his decision though is plus 225 so they're really kind of expecting him to be strategic and uh you know kind of take barbosa to the ground and stuff like that i'm assuming here so yeah you know what's crazy is you mentioned like the plus 300 plus 400 for barbosa to get a victory of a ko or a, a fin or a decision and it's like those are great odds like those yeah. are money making odds so yeah, yeah i mean you know either one of those no, 100%. Barbosa has 13 knockouts, you know, of his 22 wins. So when he yeah. when he beats you, it's generally by knockout. So again, why he's such an exciting fighter and and why you love cards like this with names with names like Edson Barbosa, with names like Kevin Holland, you know, guys so 
very excited. And with that being said, okay, so I have for this one, sorry, I have Edson Barbosa, KO, TKO. If I were to put a round on it, it would be the third. And Art has not going the distance, essentially. Not going the distance and leaning towards Barbosa. Okay, cool. Love that. Love that. And then again, going to the next fight now, another big name with Rafael Dos Anjos. And you might even have to help me with this name art because you know I'm known for butchering the Ma- name. Maricano. Maricano. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. what was that? One more time. Maricano. 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 Another Brazilian. Yeah, the Brazilians are going to battle, man. I mean, okay. obviously, you know, there's a possibility, uh, you know, uh, I call him Fizzy because I'm terrible at, you know, pronouncing names of anyone's other than Smith. So, uh, Fizzy. Uh, the other Raphael was supposed to fight. They were supposed to fight at a fight night. Then they were supposed to fight at 272. Uh, Fizzy gets the COVID. He has to pull out. They were talking about Islam coming in. Paul Felder was possibly going to come in. Oh, yeah, but yeah. now Monicano says, I'll take the fight. And what's crazy about this, Matt, is that RDA is ready for five rounds. Monicano just fought a couple weeks ago. So when you look at this fight, not only are you dealing with another legend, which is RDA, Going yeah. up against Monacano, who, you know, is 16 and four. He's got, you know, nine submission victories. He's never had a KO finish. He's got seven decisions. You know, I- I'll tell you right now, I'll make this one short and sweet. This fight is definitely not going the distance. I know I've said that over and over and over again, but when you have stacked cards like this with a lot of fighters that get finishes, a safe bet is not the distance. I mean, we see it on the fight nights. We see it on the pay-per-views to where these fights are getting so calculated and it's like a game of chess that the chances of them actually going to a finish are rare, especially in a five round co-main event where one fighter is prepared for five rounds and Monacano isn't I'm going RDA by finish. Ooh, really? Yeah. I think, and listen, RDA, RDA is one of those fighters. Don't get me wrong. RDA is one of those fighters to where he will just grind you down. He will yeah. absolutely grind you down. Monacano hasn't faced competition like RDA before. Sure, he's 30 and 13, you know, and RDA is 30 and 13 with 15 decisions. Half of his fights go the distance. He also has 10 submissions and five KOs. He hasn't had a KO in a while. I understand that. But in this instance, to where you look at a fighter that's trained for five rounds. There's a big difference between 25 minutes and 15 minutes. Ask all my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be honest, though. This might be the first time, you know, we've done a lot of shows together. And I feel you've definitely probably done this once or twice before. But you have completely swayed me, I feel like. Right there. Hey, I, hey, I think listen, I'm going Raphael now. That You made some very yeah. good points there. When I... When I'm sitting here looking at this, you're like all these decision victories. And and how do you say Monicano? Monicano. Yeah, Monicano. Okay. And you're very correct there as well. His past seven fights haven't gone to the third round. You have to look at fighter health, okay? Yeah. Monicano just fought a couple weeks ago. RDA hasn't fought since November of 2020 against Paul Felder, and he won a decision. So when you look at that, you could say, oh, man, what happened? Well, there's contract negotiations. There's fighters that don't want to fight RDA. There's fighters that are just like, I don't think a fight with RDA is going to benefit me at all because he does gas his opponents out. But it's like the Bobby Green effect. We witnessed it last week when he fought Islam and he got pulverized in a round. He fought 10 days before that. He fought twice in the octagon in less than two weeks. 
even if you're getting just a couple bumps and bruises, you're going to be, your cardio is drastically down. There's a, you know, I trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu like twice in my life and you don't realize how out of shape you are. And I'm an out of shape person. And you don't realize how cardio driven this sport is until yeah. you get your ass whooped for seven minutes and you're throwing up in a bathroom. Now imagine doing it to where you're literally trying to kill each other, your cardio, your emotions and everything. This is a huge fight for Monacano. If he gets the win, that skyrockets him. I just don't think it's going to happen. For sure. Well, I would even argue too. It's a big, very big fight for Dos Anjos. You know, if he Absolutely. loses this fight, I think his name kind of loses that, that backing a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, look at back at he's fought Kamara Usman, he's fought Kobe Covington. I mean, the man mm-hmm. has fought, you know, in a division, and this is a catchweight bout. So, you know, yeah. he's not having to go down all the way to 155. Catchweight, I think it's 160. So it benefits yeah. RDA too. He has a True. fantastic camp. He doesn't have to cut the extra five pounds. I'm picking RDA. Yeah, and looking at that, he has plus 330 odds on DraftKings Sportsbook for KOTKO. Um, it has been a while, like you said. But I think you bring up a great point with how Maricano, he's never had a five-round fight, has he? Um, yeah, I don't think he has. Unless the Aldo fight, maybe? Was that? The Aldo, he, got, he got knocked out, but what? what yeah, that I mean, listen. Yes, he has <laughs> five rounds you know, in the UFC. Like, you know, that's the thing. RDA's built for this. At one time, yeah. RDA was going to fight Conor McGregor. I mean, he's been at the top before. I think this is a great co-main fight. I think that RDA gets it done. If you're feeling risky, maybe RDA by KO, but I would definitely, I would take RDA by this at least just on the money line. Yep. I think that's a good, I love that. And then now that I'm looking at this, the RDA double chance for KO, TKO or decision is minus 120. So pretty good odds there as well. You know, he's a minus 180 favorite. Don't really see him submitting uh, Maricano, but um, so yeah, that's where I'm going to be as well. Art. I think you have completely swayed me because I am one of those people who I think Dos Anjos better days are behind him, but I still do believe he's got some fight in the tank and he can take on someone like Maricano here. Yeah. Yeah. I think regardless, it's going to be a great fight. You've got a fighter who's trained for five rounds, gets to save five pounds and really decide, Hey, am I back in this? I haven't fought since yeah. 2020. Let's go out there and prove something. So and I think that's such a good point there too, Art, how you brought up the co-main, which the co-main is a five round bout. And when betting those, that's a good thing to check out and a good thing to evaluate. Go look at the fighter history. Take a look if they've fought five rounds before. You know, someone like Dos Anjos is far more experienced for that. So Absolutely. but with that being said now, for the main event, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal, these are two guys who are very experienced with five-round bouts. And Colby Covington comes in as a minus 320 favorite over Jorge Masvidal, who is plus 250 on DraftKings Sportsbook. How do you feel about this one? Listen, this is one where, I mean, honestly, you want to go the heart with the brain and you want to, you know, you know, you want to make a good decision based off of stats. And that's the hardest thing when it comes to fighting because the lines are so incredible. You know, they both lost to Kamaru Usman. Obviously, you know, Jorge Masvidal loses to Kamaru Usman the first time in decision. Then he gets knocked out like never before. We've never witnessed Jorge Masvidal get knocked out That was the worst I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that was like, hey, welcome to the shadow realm. Like, it's terrifying. It's it's absolutely terrifying. But the thing is, is that, 
yeah, you've got Kobe Covington, who's 16 and three. He's four, four and eight. So he's got four KOs, four submissions, eight decisions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once, and decisioned once. Or hey, Masvidal, on the other hand, I hate to say this because I respect the man for what he's done for the fight culture. But let's be honest, when you've got a record like 35 and 13, and it's so wishy-washy that you got to go, you know, to, um, you got to go do a reality TV show, you know, in another country just to get away and get your shit together. That shows to me that you're not at that elite level anymore. And that's what sucks. I love Jorge as a fighter. I love his personality. I love that he's for his people. I think it's a beautiful thing. But when it comes down to it, you're not at that elite level anymore. Um, obviously, my heart, my heart honestly says Jorge gets a KO. The world goes crazy. It's a yeah. huge upset. But my brand is Colby Covington grinds this out. I don't think it's to a decision. I don't. Because when you look at it, Colby Covington and Jorge hate each other. Now, when they say, hey, when you're in the fight game, don't hate each other. Don't go into the fight with hate in your heart because then it fucks up your game plan. It completely messes up your game plan. But yep. in this situation here, these guys know each other. I think it could go one of two ways. I'm going to tell you where I'm leaning after I tell you this. I think that the stars align. The universe is connected. If Art gets his way, Jorge Masvidal knocks out Kobe Covington, and it's amazing. Is that going to happen? Most likely not. I think that Colby Covington gets it done within five months. Okay, I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, me and you have been talking about this. We talked about this like a year ago. And yeah. I've had the I've had the same opinion since day one about Jorge Masvidal. And it's very similar to yours. I think you give him a little more credit than myself. Um, I do think he's done a ton for the sport and just becoming an icon, a bad boy. You know what I mean? Uh, he's very good in the public eye. I mean, not saying he always does good things, but he's a good, a good shit talker. He's a good speaker. He's good at rallying up a fight. You know what I mean? Um, but like you said, after he lost to Damian Maya and Steven Thompson, went off and did that reality yeah. show, came back, went on a tear uh, for sure. I mean, I know I, but listen, not only a tear, not only a tear, let me stop you there. What he did in London to Darren Till is yeah. one of the most legendary knockouts in UFC history. Yeah. When he hit. Darren Till with that combination and Darren Till's head bounced off the canvas, which I love Darren Till, but that man got smoked. It was yep. like, wow, what a, what a way to come back. The problem is, is after that, it's been lackluster. Yeah. And Darren Till was a bad, I mean, he's always been a bad man, but at that time, you know, he was different. He was one of those fighters that he put fear in you. So, yeah. and yeah. and then after Absolutely. that, yeah. And then after that, he came out and he fought Ben Askren, you know, with the, the, that's the fastest knockout in UFC history. And uh, from there, Nate Diaz. And then Kamara Usman, yeah. Kamara Usman. Two losses back-to-back to, back to Usman. And to me, does Colby lose to any of those guys? Darren, Askren, Diaz? I don't think no, so. No, I mean, no, absolutely not. I mean, even if there's a resurgence of Darren Till, um, Colby Covington just – love him or hate him, politics-wise, his mouth, whatever – the man's 16 and three in one of the toughest divisions. What he did to Damian Maya was beautiful, honestly. And Damian Maya's a legend. You know, here's the thing this fight is based off of bad blood, but if you take the bad blood out of it and you look at it from a logistical standpoint, it goes one of two ways. Jorge pulls off an upset like he did with, you know, Ben Askren, which that's why I love MMA. You know, the Lions are yep. not going to beat Tampa Bay. It's just not going to happen. No. You got Tom Brady. You don't have Tom Brady, whatever. But in MMA, 
magical things happen. And that's yeah. why I love this sport. But no, 100%. The, it, the issue is, is that I just don't see it happening. Colby's going to know the game plan going in. Unless Jorge Masvidal pulls off a Christmas miracle, I yeah. don't see it happening. I'll take Colby and I'll say that it does not go the distance. Yep. And I'm 100% with you. And with the Ben Askren thing, too, yes, Ben Askren was favored, but also in the back of everyone's mind, I think a lot of people are like, is Ben Askren really that good still? You know what I mean? We know who the hell Colby Covington is. And in right. my in my head, too, like, like you said, I think Masvidal needs an absolute knockout. I don't think he's going to outclass Kobe or Colby. I don't think he's going to no. do all these outstriking, taking him down, anything like that. It has to be a knockout. And here's my thing. For how much people hate Colby and all the stupid shit that he says, he is methodical in what he says and what he does. Okay, people may Absolutely. not like it. People may not like it. But what I'm getting at is he will not let Masvidal play his game. He's going to frustrate the shit out of no. him. He's going to keep taking him down. He's going to wear him down. I mean, Usman could have done the same exact thing if he wanted. You know, I think the second Usman time. That- did the, Usman, Usman did do the same exact thing in the first fight. And yes, then that, that's he what figured, I was going to say. He figured, yeah, he figured Jorge out even more in the second fight, and mm-hmm. it was so short-lived. I mean, yeah. one of the most brilliant knockouts ever, you know. But, yeah, I 100% am with you on this. I think that, you know, um, marketing-wise, love him or hate him, Colby Covington's a genius, you yeah. know. They're both marketing geniuses. But in the UFC, sure, you get paid for marketing and advertisement and this and that. But when you got a record like Jorge Masvidal, you got to get it done on Saturday night. Otherwise, you know, are you going to lose sponsorships? I don't know. But your stock's drastically going to go down and you're never going to get the fight with Kamara Usman again. Yeah. And, you know, uh, with Masvidal, too, I've always somewhat agreed with Colby that I thought he's a journeyman in some ways. And he goes on streaks. He's very streaky. He'll have three, two or three wins in a row, and then he'll have two losses or three losses in a row. That's what Masvidal's kind of done his whole entire career. Um, and now he's going against one of those guys who, if it was not for Kamara Usman, he'd probably be reigning this division, you know, and for oh, your, yeah. you, and it's, it's just one of those times. And Kamara Usman is so correct that Kobe just has to live knowing there is someone out there who's better. And Kamara Usman is just that good. Um, but yeah. I, I wanted to branch off on your point real quick because the Colby Covington KOTKO is plus 350 on DraftKings Sportsbook and Colby Covington decision is minus 125. What is uh, what is submission? I'd like to see what submission is because this fight, if it's Colby's way, it's going to the ground. That's yes. what is happening. And yeah. there's not much more he can do about it. Um, sure. You know, Colby is, you know, he's one of those fighters to where in this instance here, can he get it done via submission? I, I think anything's possible. He's got four submission victories. Mm-hmm. And Jorge Masvidal, on the other hand, though, has only been submitted twice. But if the odds are spicy enough, it might be worth it to put 10 bucks on it. No, I hear you. It's plus 800. You know, the only... Put 10 bucks on it, man. The, the only thing that's in the back of my mind is I almost wonder if Colby just wants to absolutely bury Masvidal round by round if he gets so confident that he's like I'm just gonna beat the shit out of him every single round and I'm not gonna knock him out I just want to make him suffer every single round I could see that being a Colby move well but here's the thing though here's here's I'll counterpoint that in saying this okay he is going to want to just literally smother him and it's going to (laughs) frustrate Jorge 
And Jorge's going to make a bad move. And what's okay. Colby Covington after the third, fourth, fifth round could take him down and just submit him and choke him unconscious. And that to me, you know, everybody talks about the knockout victories, putting someone to sleep, regardless if it's a KO yeah. or a submission, it's a beautiful thing. So, I mean, I see that as a play. I see throwing 10 bucks on it at plus 800, not a bad move at all. No, I like that as well. And you know, what came to mind when you said that was Connor Khabib and very yeah. similar. I mean, not, I, I say very similar, but not that similar. Like, because Masvidal's run, you know, Till, Askren, Diaz, it's those runs that get you these crazy, awesome, amazing fights, you know. Connors right. was, you know, you can't even compare it. But I'm just saying he he builds up that hype. He's in the spotlight. He's got all this money. Does does he really want it when he's getting choked out like that? Masvidal? I don't, I don't yeah. think so. I think Colby does. I think Colby's real. So, yeah. I, I really do. If I'm if I'm trying to compare who wants it more, who's hungrier, who wants to prove themselves more, I think it's Colby. I really do. You know, and the thing is, you can't be mad at your career with a 16 and three record. That's a phenomenal record, especially Mm-mm. in that division when you have Kamara Usman at the top. Arguably, you know, you could debate it all day. One of the greatest in that division of all time. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. And. I don't see any odds on this, but if you were to put odds on them shaking hands and making up at the end of the oh, fight, it ain't happening. Plus ten thousand. <laughs> Plus ten thousand. Or no, minus ten thousand. Jesus. Sorry. I got excited at the possibility of it could happening. So then we don't ever have to hear about this beef again. Because as much as I love it, like the UFC has this incredible ability to play up these, and then yeah. we don't hear about another like fight that involves beef for forever. Like mm-hmm. Connor and Habib was the last one where two fighters like hated each other and it turned into pay-per-view buys. Do yeah. I see that happening with Jorge and Colby? I don't know. Colby's not really a draw, but Jorge is. We'll see what happens. I'll also give a prediction right now on the pay-per-view buys for this card. I'm going to say 625000 I don't think it's going to be as special as what people are making it out to be. Okay. I think it's great as a hardcore fan, but it's not going to be – you know, I, I saw one blog and they're like, oh, this is like oh, a possible 800 to 1 million buys. Get out of here. Wow. Get out of here. Yeah, it's really? not. No, 625,000 uh, pay-per-view buys is where I'm sitting. See, I'm, I'm with you. I love this card just because like, you know, I watch every UFC card though. You know, no matter who's yeah. fighting, even if it's, if it's shitty prelims, whatever it may be, I'm buying and I'm tuning in. That's just what I do. You know, so yeah. uh, for me, I'm incredibly excited for this. I think this is stacked top to bottom. Like, I mean, even for the average fan, there are big names that you can pick up along the way. Oh, Kevin Holland's fighting here. I mean, even Greg Hardy, you're like, oh, Greg Hardy, uh, Barbosa, Rafael Dos Anjos, and then Covington, Masvidal. A lot of these are household names. So I am excited about it. But like you said, I don't think it'll be as big as, you know, some of the past cards or the maybe even like the Dustin and Connor cards or whatever. Um, Well, and here's the other thing, too, to cap off the show. You can grab any one of these fights and they can headline a fight. That's when you know you've got a good pay-per-view. Yeah, you're dead on there. You're dead on there for sure. I would completely agree. Even with Spivak and Hardy. Yeah. I'm always butchering names. But it do be like that sometimes. I'm very excited for this card. And, you know, let's go over all of our picks one last time before I let you go. I do greatly appreciate you hopping on and breaking this down with us. So, you got for, it, yep, for uh, Spivak and Hardy. Spivak. I call him Spivak. Okay, yeah. okay. I feel like everyone's got their own. But for Spivak <laughs> and Hardy, we both have Spivak, correct? Yep. Yes. Yes, and finish. I had him in a second round finish. And I believe you did as well. 
I agreed with that. Yep. And even if you want to add to it, not going the distance, it's okay. definitely, it's, this fight's not going the distance. Cool. And then for the second fight, I had Kevin Holland decision and Art had. I believe I had uh, not going the distance. And I yep. think I, I want to say Oliveria um, by decision or possibly submission. Yep. Yep, that's what you did. You took the upset there. And then we were both or with Barbosa. I had Barbosa in a knockout, a third round knockout, if you were going to get specific. And then you said not going the distance, correct? And not going the distance. I'm leaning towards your pick though, but I, okay. I can't pick on this one. I want to I want to say Barbosa gets it done, but yeah, not going the distance. Yeah, and I, I just feel like with that fight, Edson is gonna come out bombs away. And I, I'm excited to see it. Um, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and then with the co-main, Art actually swayed my pick to Rafael Dos Anjos. And I still think, ah, I think I'm, yeah, you're, I think I'm, I'm, so you can see how split I am here. I'm probably going to go <laughs> with the under rounds, just like you are inside the distance, have Rafael Dos Anjos finishing uh, Monicano. And you had it as finishing within the five rounds as well, correct? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. RDA is just a different league, man. And it's, yeah. uh, it, it's going to be a good fight, but yeah, RDA is just going to smother him. Nope, man. You, you made some great points there and uh, definitely swayed me. And lastly, the main event, Colby Covington going against Jorge Masvidal. Colby, a huge favorite with minus 350. And even if you do um, the double time where you can do the submit or the decision or knockout for Colby, it's still minus 280. So you'll have to, you'll have to do some finagling or just involve Colby in a parlay if you want to get some great odds there. But for me, I am Colby Covington and you know, our, I think I'm going to take him finishing Jorge in the fourth round. Now that you've brought okay. that up, I could see him turning onto his back just like Connor did. He just kind of seems like he might do that. So I think that might be where I go. Colby with a rear naked choke to win in the fourth round. I'm not mad at that. I, that's another fight to where if you, uh, you know, a lot of these fights are not going to go to distance in my opinion. And uh, I think uh, Colby gets it done within five rounds. And uh, you know, I would even look at that submission, like you said, like plus 800, like that's, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, you know, a lot of those fights don't go exactly how you expect. You know what I mean? Uh, getting it to the ground and maybe Jorge turning onto his back or something like that. So, and, and again, Jorge very easily could gas himself out trying to go for those, those bombs. You know, he knows he needs to knock Colby out. There's really not another route to victory in my eyes looking at this fight. So there is a yeah. chance he could gas himself out within those three rounds, get to that fourth round, and just get a little too tired and, you know, wave that flag. Make sure that you use that promo code, man. Get yourself some uh, some money, you know, uh, and use DraftKings. They're a phenomenal sports book. I love using them. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait. UFC, UFC 272 days away. Yep, and I, I greatly appreciate you saying that, Art. Greatly appreciate you and your podcast, The Art of Combat, sponsoring Serenity Medical CBD. And then, as always, guys, don't forget about Prize Picks DFS. Prize Picks will have the UFC as well. You can take fight over unders and uh, a lot of just really cool things coming with Prize Picks. And once again, shout out my boy Art from the Art of Combat. Art, real quick, where can the people find you on Twitter? And make sure to talk about your podcast one last time so the people can check it out. 
Yeah. So uh, big shout out to you for bringing me on, Matt. I love you. You're my brother. Big shout out to everything that you do for the community, uh, the sport better world in Detroit and worldwide. Uh, Art of Combat Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Art of Combat Pod, all one word, all lowercase. I'm dyslexic, so I made it easy as possible <laughs> for others. And uh, yeah, you can find me on the fan side of network, record episodes weekly and always do recaps after the card. So yeah, if you're sure to find me, you can uh, just search the Art of Combat podcast wherever you stream podcasts. Yes, sir. And as always, you can find me at Conanus Picks on Twitter, uh, on Instagram. I'm Conanus A, but you probably don't care about that. But as always, guys, I greatly appreciate you tuning into the Detroit Sports Betters podcast and keep an eye out because we are going to have a free March Madness bracket giveaway. Uh, again, think of first, second, third. I'm going to get some jerseys and let first choose between a DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross St. Brown, Kate Cunningham, and so on. So keep a, keep a lookout for that. Just want to give back to the community, make some people excited for March Madness. So shout out and appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in as always.